raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. TV meteorologist, what do we know? Hey there, Tony. Good morning. Happy Friday. Again, you do have a few areas of fog, but certainly not as widespread as what we've been dealing with the past couple of mornings. For the most part, you should have a decent drive. Do watch out, though. The roads are still a little wet from some of the rain last night. Today's high 46 will go cloudy and dry for much of the day. Could have a little bit of fog developing overnight. Again, very patchy, not widespread, a low of 36. We'll start the weekend off dry with cloudy skies Saturday morning. We'll see return of showers for the afternoon and evening hours. Saturday's high 45, maybe cold enough, get a bit of a rain-snow mix Sunday morning and then just a chilly rain through the afternoon. Sunday's high around 41. That's Marcus Bailey just ruining your weekend. <laughs> That's what I do. Dude, this is th- if if this rain these past few yeah. days had been snow, would we oh, have had boy. like nine thousand inches of snow? It'd be we'd be buried. If you want to go, if you want to follow the the old ten to one snowfall ratio, I think we're somewhere around the uh, two and a half uh, three inch mark of rainfall for the week. So ah. yeah. My ball state math tells me that'd be 30 inches, so. Right. That's that, a that lot. Is, that is ball state math, all right. <laughs> Look at you. I know. It's always good when you're self-deprecating about the alma mater. <laughs> no one ever hey, says, listen. you know, if, 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 my, uh, if my Princeton math was correct. They say my Princeton math is correct. <laughs> that's that's you, true. I should be you, more confident. You're right. You ball staters, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't David Letterman enough for you people? Have you not yet learned how the you know success comes from Ball State? You know, he really does. Yeah. What, what, do they fly higher? Is that the is that the <laughs> the thing? Right. Uh, chirp chirp and all the jazz. I don't think it's higher. I think it's just we fly. Oh, it's so, we fly. I mean, it could be low, but it is flying. God. How do they not have you on a brochure? <laughs> right. <laughs> how is how is this possible? Well, all of I this, do love my alma mater, though. All of this from one alumnus? My gosh. You should be speaking <laughs> to children right away. <laughs> that's that's Marcus Bailey right there from Wish TV. Chirp, chirp. Go Ball and, State. And Ball State. <laughs> Ball State. That's right. Where you want to go if you want to be just like Marcus. <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy! I I I think some some brochures just in this style, w- you would double the attendance of Ball State University. Double. I think you're right. Uh, We're I, all over it, right? Um, <laughs> uh, and and by the way, uh, I'm willing to do this work for Ball State for a couple of full ride scholarships for my kids because oh, oh they'll chirp chirp or they will shut up. That's what they'll do. Full ride. <laughs> That's smart. I like yes, that. Yes, we we like to call me no debt daddy. That's what. <laughs> that's what. In this conversation, Marcus, I am daddy. Just just so you understand. But I don't have to participate, right? No, 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 not at all. As okay. a matter of fact, wish you wouldn't. <laughs> at this stage of the game, Marcus, I don't even know why we're still talking. I'm just. You don't even have to be here. You could go on and live your life. All right. Well, have a good weekend, Tony. Marcus Bailey, everybody. <laughs> <We'll> see you. <laughs> Wish TV meteorologist, Ball State alumni. Let him tell you why Ball State made his career great. Oh, I'm going to get emails. <clears throat> 
I'm not going to lie. Cringe Radio is the best radio. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. I'm looking for clarification on this story about the billion-dollar budget gap in Indiana and this conversation about children with disabilities. So here's how I have the story. And what I'm looking for from a member of the General Assembly, uh, others who have an understanding, I'm looking for a better explanation. So you have Family and Social Services Administration announcing that there was a billion-dollar budget gap regarding Medicaid. So they're taking a look at the programs that are connected to Medicaid. And the the agency starts looking at ways to combat the budget gap. And within the plan they released to deal with this billion-dollar gap, they're looking at a program where parents are paid per hour to be at home caring for their son or their daughter with a disability. I, I read that right. I believe I have that right. We set it up through Medicaid so parents can be compensated for caring for their children. Now, in and of itself, I don't know how many people are aware of that, and and maybe some people are like, okay, how does that work? How did we come to that? Why? I think that would be a legitimate thing to do in, in a full breakdown. So the change, as of July 1st, parents and guardians no longer get paid per hour through this, what's called an attendant care program. I, I, if there's another name for it, I'm using this one. Um, if parents want to continue being their child's care provider, they need to str- transition to something called structured family caregiving. And parents get will get uh, provided a flat rate per day. So what this has families concerned with is that paychecks will be cut. So I need an understanding of the dollars and what this change is and how it works. I, I haven't found that in a way that, that satisfies. The follow-up here is, is if you have a billion-dollar budget cap, is this the way to close it? And then the follow-up after that, how did we get to the billion-dollar budget cap? And the one thing that nobody will ask, because the political left has lost their mind on this, and I'm not saying that they don't have an argument, what do we spend now? What should we be spending? Do we overspend? See, the left will never say to itself, well, we, well the problem is we're overspending here, we're overspending here, we should be limiting these things. Taking a real look at programs and saying exactly how much are we putting out there. They just figure you're a Hoosier taxpayer, screw off, give us your money, or else you don't care about children. That's how they act in a completely emotional and irrational way. So I want to understand how, how we got the, the, the shortfall, is this the way you save dollars? How does this work? Why do we pay the parents? I'm not talking about why parents need support. I'm asking, how did it come to the to this kind of system? And how much exactly are we putting towards this uh, from the Hoosier taxpayer side anyway? It's not enough to scream that this is wrong and that is wrong. These things need a breakdown. They need an understanding, and I'm trying to get it. So uh, bring on my experts. 
Tony at TonyCats.com. Let me know. 93 WIBC. Good morning. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. This is incredibly important, and Governor Abbott has done the exact right thing. And I'll drive him more razor wire from South Dakota if I have to for him to do his job. What people forget is that governors are commanders in chief. We're responsible for the men and women of our National Guard. It's a heavy responsibility that weighs on our shoulders. And so we never engage our National Guard soldiers and those men and women unless it's incredibly important. And if we feel that we have the constitutional authority to do that in this situation. Yeah, game on. Game on, and I'm not quite sure. Uh, how this game of chicken does end. But it should end with screaming at Congress to start getting the legislation passed for the border. Not connected to Ukraine funding for the border. Ukraine is not as important as the southern border. This coming from a guy who believes we should send bullets to Ukraine. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning, Good to be with you. People are going to tell you that, oh, the Republicans, they're not serious about the border because they didn't push through this this latest bit of legislation. It was a deal that tied border funding to Ukraine funding, and that's not what needs to get done. Ukraine does not matter when compared to the southern border. I'll say it again. I rank these things as rational people should rank these things. And Ukraine doesn't matter when it comes to the protection of the American people. After the American people are protected, after you put your own mask on, then you can assist the person next to you. This all comes from Governor Greg Abbott adding more wire make it more difficult for people to cross into Texas. There are those out there who will tell you that he's violating a Supreme Court decision. This is not true. The Supreme Court ruled in a 5-4 decision about whether or not the Biden administration can cut through razor wire that was laid out by the Texas people, whether it be Texas State Guard, or which is different than the National Guard, uh, who it was laid out by, can they cut through it? The decision in a 5-4 was yes, I understood the decision. Being able to cut through is different than whether or not the governor, Greg Abbott, can continue to lay out. If you feel that that is not within the spirit of the decision, I would advise you to reread the decision. There is nothing that is stopping the governor of Texas from protecting his state. And indeed, that's what he's doing. And this is what makes some of the, I I shouldn't really comment on the social media stuff that I get because it's just, it's so ideologically pathetic and ridiculous 
Why, why should we care about what's happening in Texas? Why should we care about what's happening in Texas? For all of those leftists, and, and, and it's, it's, a, it's an embarrassment of riches, but I'm gonna, let me help you through with this real quick. We are an hour away from having 10,000 illegal immigrants dropped into downtown Indianapolis, downtown Fort Wayne, downtown Gary, downtown Evansville. Jeffersonville, you just got Meta $800 million worth of investment. Congratulations. Here's 10,000 illegal immigrants. Oh, I'm sorry. We only want to talk about big cities. Avon, Greenwood. Don't worry, I, I said Indianapolis, but Irvington is going to take them all. Irvington's going to be totally fine. Oh, yeah, and passes for the new blue line. They're going to be great. Carmel. Hi, Carmel. Here you go. Have a nice day. This is happening. We are not immune. And I will bet you all the money in my pocket against all the money in your pocket that Indiana has zero plan for how to deal with this when the moment comes, never mind that the border is unsafe, never mind the sex trafficking, never mind the human trafficking, never mind the cost of life and livestock and, 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 and farming all along those border communities. Yeah, what happens in Texas does affect us here in Indiana. And only the fool doesn't recognize it. Only the most ideological, only the most ridiculous social media troll live in the basement. I never had a thought outside my own feelings, says, why does this matter? Which brings us to Governor Eric Holcomb. Now, I did not realize we would be first to making this public statement of where is Governor Holcomb? Does he support Greg Abbott in Texas? Governors came out of the woodwork. Christy Nome, who you just heard from, of of uh, the Dakotas, and and uh, DeSantis out of Florida, Yunkin out of Virginia, Stitt out of Oklahoma, Kemp out of Georgia, and the list goes on and on. We should be clear: Governor Eric Holcomb did sign on to a letter, twenty-five Republican governors in toto, supporting Greg Abbott. There has been, as of yet, no public statement. Todd Rokita, the attorney general, has a public statement. Curtis Hill, former attorney general and, and gubernatorial candidate in Indiana, has a public statement. Suzanne Crouch, lieutenant governor, gubernatorial candidate, has a public statement. Uh, Senator Mike Braun has one as well, also gubernatorial candidate. There is no public statement from Governor Eric Holcomb. He did sign on to the letter supporting Greg Abbott's right to self-defense. It was a joint statement that was issued yesterday. We do it, it reads, in part because the Biden administration is refusing to enforce immigration laws already on the books and is illegally allowing mass parole across America of migrants who entered our country illegally. These are the facts. And now these people have to start getting rough and tumble with Congress Get the damn job done. A bill about immigration, multiple bills about immigration that only focus on the border and nothing else because the southern border is more important than Ukraine. And if you want me to call Vladimir Zelensky and tell him, just pick up the phone and dial. Matt Bear's got traffic. What's up, Matthew? 
raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So yesterday, it was a forum... First Principles Forum, which is a excellent group um, that was founded a couple of years ago. I know this because I was the first speaker they ever had, and then they, you know, graduated on to real people. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. They had a uh, forum for the Republican candidates for governor uh, in Carmel uh, yesterday. A very, very uh, well done uh, uh, event put on by First Principles Forum and uh, Devin Anderson uh, uh, handled things well. I'll I'll get to a couple of things. Uh, Saw some people there. I know Abdul was there. He might talk about it on his show over, over the weekend. Because I am gearing up to do interviews with the candidates, so so we uh, sent out. messages and have started hearing back and and so far i think almost everyone is accepted uh, we might have three of, i should say almost everyone we have like three of the five people are like yeah when and i think we're just waiting to try and figure out and coordinate with with some others but nobody's been like we're absolutely not doing it so they've all been rather receptive uh instead of doing 10 minutes on the air 12 minutes on the air on, on you know like we normally do i want to do one hour sit downs I want to hear answers. I want to be able to push back. They know this. I am not, I'm not I'm not telling them the questions. I want to be able to dig in. And I think it's important to be able to share that at WIBC.com. We'll share it here on the show and in, in, in segments. We'll be able to talk about it. So because of that, I am not sharing my thoughts from yesterday's uh, event where it wasn't a debate. They were asked questions, and then they answered the questions, and they went one at, one at a time. So I'm not sharing. A bunch of people afterwards like, what did you think? I'm like, I, uh, I don't think anything. Uh, I think I need to go to sleep is what, is, is what I think. So I'm not giving a, a response to what it is that I saw. I will say this. The questions were asked by uh, Joy Pullman, who is the editor of The Federalist. And Fanchon Stinger, formerly of Fox 59, who, I th- is she living in Texas now? The woman owns bulls in the Professional Bull Riders Association, the PBR. And I'm like, how do I do this? How do I, uh, how do, how, how? Someone tell me how I get this done. You can make money from owning a bull? Or do you not? Do you just do it for fun? Whatever it is, this has to happen. This has to happen because we're going to name a bull Matt Bear. That's going to happen. How how does it how has it not happened already? If I can't buy the Alley Cats right here in Indianapolis, the Disc League uh, professional team, which I want to do. Oh, I don't have the money for it, but I want to do it. I got to at least own a, a bull. I mean, is this America? Um, Joy Pullman and Fanchon Stinger 
asked quite possibly the best questions I have ever heard in a debate setting. Not good, not great, brilliant. And so I'm going to be reaching out to them. I'm going to ask for the questions. I want to share them with you. They were pointed, they were direct, they were, they were uh, absolutely not offering any type of favor. They were exemplary. And it should be a good warning to the candidates that questions might be direct. And you better be prepared to give an answer. Because the people, these are the kinds of questions that they're asking. There has to be a recognition that the Hoosier voter is much more aware than maybe they're given credit for. And the questions asked by Joy Pullman of the Federalist and Fanchon Stinger, formerly at Fox 59, now with uh, her organization, Grit and Grace, they were exceptional questions. And that's the way it's done. I will share those questions the minute I get them with you. As for what I think, after I do the interviews, guys, after I do the interviews. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Traffic on the fives. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I tried to move it up. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. See, we don't control the weather. Like nine people got that joke. For everybody else, it'll come in about 10 minutes. It was worth it. It was worth it. Send your emails to hammer at WIBC.com. 42 degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. Oh, please send him the emails. The time is 646. (laughs) The RNC, that's the Republican National Committee has hit new levels of just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. And in this situation, they have put forth a draft resolution. The draft resolution states resolved that the Republican National Committee hereby declares President Trump as our presumptive 2024 nominee for the office of President of the United States and from this moment forward moves into full general election mode, welcoming supporters of all candidates as valued members of Team Trump 2024. The RNC wants to say, primaries, we don't need no stinking primaries, and go right with Trump. Now, the state of Indiana... Uh, the Republican Party did this regarding Jim Banks, congressman from the third. I like Jim Banks. And I have not commented much on the whole John Rust situation. If you want to change the rules that allow somebody to be on the ballot, I have really very little issue with this. Um, but if, if you're going to ask me whether I think John Rust is running a serious campaign on any level, I would tell you no. 
I don't mind letting people on a ballot. That's not an issue for me. You got to fight it. It, it, it. it might be easier for, for, for the bank team or for anybody else to be like, all right, we cleared the field. I'm the guy. That's it. But that's not the way it works. It doesn't work that you don't actually have to compete for the vote. If somebody wants on the ballot and they can get the signatures, there's a threshold you get on the ballot, which is a weird thing because there are people complaining that the Republican Party has made the threshold uh, too tough. You have to have voted in a... In, in, a, in a primary, if you haven't, you got to get approval from the county chair. Uh, it, are we opposed to signatures? Is there no standard? You just put yourself on a ballot and that's it? There's Where, 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 where is the line? I think that's a matter of uh, feeling. And uh, I think emotions on some of these subjects, super weird. But I, the, the state of, of Indiana did this, and I do think that the state of Indiana was wrong to do that. And just declaring, uh, that said, I like Banks. He's made some decisions that I'm super happy with. He's made some decisions I don't agree with. Overall, I think he's going to serve Indiana well. That would be my take. I would tell him that directly. I would tell his team that directly. I told you. But they want to say, let's put an end to this primary madness. Too bad, Nikki Haley. And we're just giving it to Trump. That's insane. I was pu- writing some notes. If, if you go to TonyCats.com and you're a supporter there, you get you know the daily list of, of stories that I'm thinking about talking about today, things that I think are, are important. And I wrote a note. And I said, if you support this, just giving Trump the nomination, but you had an issue with Carrie Lake from Arizona being offered a bribe to get out of the race, which she was by the Arizona GOP chair. It's kind of nutty. If you're bothered by Carrie Lake being offered a bribe to get out of the race, you need some time alone with your thoughts. Pushing people out. It's okay when the RNC does it, but it's not okay when Arizona does it. You think these things are not clearly aligned? Okay. And then I came up with a counter argument. The political right has learned from the political left that you don't let these things linger, just move on and get it done. Because the idea of saying, you know what, we're giving it to to Trump is the same thing as, you know what, we're giving it to Hillary. Sorry, Bernie, we know you're ahead, we know that the party wants you more, the party faithful, but we can't have that. We're giving it to to Hillary. Uh, Better luck next time. (laughs) You being a white male. (laughs) I mean, it is exactly the same move. And one could argue, ah, the, the, the right learned. Move everybody out, just keep going. Enter President Trump himself, who has got some words about this subject. Hey, I, the people want to hear you, sir. Don't, don't be quiet. Hello. There it is. President Trump comes out with a statement on Truth Social. While I greatly appreciate the Republican National Committee wanting to make me their presumptive nominee, and while they have far more votes than necessary to do it, I feel, for the sake of party unity, that they should not go forward with this plan, but that I should do it the old-fashioned way and finish the process off at the ballot box. Thank you to the RNC for the respect and devotion you have shown me, Trump 2024. Trump puts the kibosh on this idea. Super, super smart. 
as Britt Hume uh, from Fox pointed out, not sure I would have predicted this from Trump. Absolutely. This is a smart maneuver. This, if you're the Haley camp, you're like, oh, damn, this is good. There are plenty of things Trump has done, specifically when it comes to Texas. Here's Texas fighting for its its life. You're getting support from all these governors. And what is Trump doing? He's talking about E. Jean Carroll and this defamation suit, which would be over if he had just not, you know, kept talking. And by the way, I think E. Jean Carroll's terrible. My take. Trump has now come out to talk about Texas, saying there should be more support, et cetera, et cetera. I'll get into that. But this about the RNC? Super smart. I think it's going to serve him very, very well. Also, the right move. Matt Bear has got traffic. What's up, Matthew? Tony, we're looking at a crash southbound 69 to southbound 465. The off-ramp is open, but it's partially blocked, and we do have a delay from 82nd Street back to 96. And then northbound 37 slows from Epler Avenue up to 465 because of road construction, and that construction is going on until the end of 2024. Looking at northbound 465 on the east side, it's wide open right now from I-70 up to I-69 and eastbound 465. Good to go for the moment from Keystone Avenue over to I-69. And if you're going to the airport this morning, westbound 70 is fine from the south split out to the airport collector with Ronald Reagan Parkway and Ameriplex. Just take it nice and easy in the fog this morning if you can. It is out there, especially in the rural areas, areas of dense fog lasting through morning rush hour. Traffic sponsored by Indy Decorative Concrete. Imagine the possibilities of getting the backyard of your dreams. Expand your living space with an Indy Decorative Concrete patio. Indy Decorative Concrete, the patio experts, big enough to service, small enough to care. I'm Matt Bear with Traffic on the Fives. Follow us at WIBC Traffic. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.